Now back to Sports Time on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again are Brett Norsworthy and Bryant Dacus. Thank you very much, John Hill. We start hour three at the Crazy Coop, and we want you to come by and visit with us. We're here until 6 o'clock, and they're going to be having the, the birthday celebration all weekend long, and we're going to visit with the great people at 530 mm-hmm. with, from the Crazy Coop, and we've had a blast. We did at the other location over at Ridgeway, and we sure have today. We're going to talk Tiger basketball now with Jason Munge from the Commercial Appeal on the Tiger basketball beat, and he's been with us all season long at 5 on Friday, and he's presented to you by Jim's Place Grill. Over 100 years of grilled steaks, over 100 years of celebrations, family time, lasting fun memories, the Terrace family with their touch for our community, recipes that date back to the beginning in downtown, to now in Collierville at the railroad tracks at Poplar and Houston Levy. Online at jimsplacegrill.com. Don't forget the E in grill. Every steak grilled perfectly over an open flame. Come to Jim's and see and taste and feel the difference. Lunch hours, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Dinner hours, Monday through Saturday, 5 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. Since 1921, a Memphis landmark values hard work and a dedication to their diners. The Terrace family, they've created that memorable dining experience. The lunch menu, the staples like the souffle mod, the crab cakes, Shrimp cocktail and the salad dressings all homemade, and at dinner time the calamari, the soups, the seafood, and the steaks that they're famous for: fillets, ribeyes, and strips. Fantastic bar area, all at Jim's Place Grill in Collierville. Jason Munns last week in Texas, those two games rock bottom for the year. Sign of hope though on Wednesday night at FedEx Forum. And the big one on Sunday afternoon against FAU. The first of two big ones against FAU. Good afternoon to you. Uh, same to you, Brett. Um, yeah, it was uh, kind of a rotten road trip through the uh, Lone Star State uh, last week. It was brutal. Oh, I mean, like it was. It was. I was there. I was in Tulsa when Memphis lost eighty to forty four years ago. Um, this felt worse. It was a twenty. It was, this is mm. only a twenty-seven point loss, and they scored eighty-nine points or seventy-nine points. Um, but this felt worse. Strange. Um, they just gave up, and uh, yeah, and and it was a game that they had to have, and it was after a game that they had to have. So like, it just was. It was just. Uh, it felt like rock bottom. Uh, but then they came back and uh, they got off the mat. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Jason, Wednesday night, I, I I sure did. I didn't give them any chance of getting off the mat. They got on the mat. They flourished. And Joe Cooper shall lead us. Mm. Oh man, like that was really a lot of fun to watch. Um, but no, they 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 had to respond. If there was going to be any salvaging this season. And any hope of picking up some momentum going into the conference tournament, uh, it had it needed to start on Wednesday against Charlotte. And yeah. you know, it did. It just like pregame, it, it felt uh, it felt lifeless on the court during pregame warmups. And then when the game started, there was probably only about three or four thousand people there, 
Um, and so it just kind of felt weird. And then Jaquan Walton comes on the floor, and before even one second picks off the clock, he picks him and him and uh, Patterson for Charlotte, their leading scorer, both get uh, a, a double tech. And then on the very next play, like once the ball's inbounded, um, they give it right to Walton, and he baits Patterson into mm-hmm. picking up his third foul of the game in like the first four minutes of the game. So. It was like, maybe that's the thing that's going to sort of turn this this whole thing around. I, don't, I mean, but it could also be Joe Cooper, as you mentioned. Uh, you know, here's a 24-year-old guy who uh, only made his Division One uh, debut last week at SMU, and now all of a sudden he is, he is he's only played 20 minutes of Division One basketball now. But it is so abundantly clear that what he brings is something that nobody else brings to this to this team. Hmm. He cares. Yeah. He cares. He plays hard. He plays defense. <laughs> like he, he doesn't hmm. care about scoring. I mean, you know, you say he cares, but he cares more about winning than he does about scoring. Mm-hmm. And so he's willing to do whatever it takes to get that done. And I just, I, I think that most everyone would agree that that's been missing on this team. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, going back to that Charlotte game uh, earlier this week, I know uh, Penny Hardaway talked after the game about switching some things up offensively. You know, saying you know that they they had just had not been playing well on the offensive end of the court. I was really impressed by the defense uh, they played against Charlotte. I mean, early in the game, Charlotte um, was scoring the ball well. I think you know shooting over fifty percent in that first half. And then the second half, they come out and they cannot get anything to fall. And a lot of that had to do with the Tigers' defense. What did you make of the defense they showed against Charlotte? And then uh, what did you see different offensively from the Tigers against Charlotte? Well, I thought, I mean, so you're talking about the defense. Charlotte scored seven. First of all, Charlotte only scored 50 points in the whole game. Um, mm-hmm. that, is, that is the fewest amount of points uh, Memphis has allowed this season. Um, wow. In the second half in particular, they scored 17 points in 20 minutes. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they shot 32% from the field in the second half, including 8.3% from three. And so really, that's what it boils wow. down to, is they made, made one three. Yeah. Yeah. They completely ran Charlotte off the three-point line in the second half. Mm-hmm. Um, again, a lot of this has to do with the fact that Patterson only played 15 minutes the entire game right? because he had to sit for, like, so long in the first half with three fouls. But... Um, yeah, no, it seemed to me that they were very intentional about um, guarding the three-point line. And then uh, offensively, a couple of things. Uh, Penny spoke about it after the game. First first of all, was being much more intentional about effort, energy, and physicality in the rebounding battle. And it showed up. They out-rebounded, the, uh, they out-rebounded Charlotte 38-20. to 20. And fourteen to four on the offensive end. So, like that—that's a huge—that's a huge thing. Second chance points. Mm-hmm. It didn't necessarily turn into like this great advantage. Of second chance points. Memphis had ten. Charlotte had six. But you know, you extend possessions. You get guys into foul trouble. You 
tire guys out, you know, that sort of thing. So, And then Penny talked about it after the game, uh, that he sort of scripted the game almost beginning to end um, and, and really made sure that they stuck to the game plan, uh, you know, the whole night. And, and of course, it doesn't hurt when you have Javon. When you have good Javon, it doesn't hurt. Mm-hmm. Jason, Dave Wilson had a really interesting premise with us on Tuesday on the criticism, and Coach Hardaway was quoted as saying he he, he feels like he has been targeted. Dave's the, Dave Dave's premise is it's more of a national criticism because I just have not seen anything certainly undo uh, locally. It's been hot and heavy as it always is about Tiger basketball, whether the coach is. Finch or Kirk or Calipari or Price or or Passioner or anybody else, uh, and it's all out of love uh, mostly. It, 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 it's not not you know it's, it's not out of any enmity, but yes, it can, it can get loud and it can get crazy. Do, do, do you buy that it's mostly national? And would you have any idea of 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 who might really be rubbing Penny the wrong way with their criticism? Yeah, I think from a media standpoint. It has been mostly uh, from a national perspective. Um, now, you know, it, it has gotten pretty loud here over the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. from a from like the fan base uh, locally. Um, you know, it, it, and I think as I mentioned before, there was only about four thousand people in the building uh, on Wednesday. You know, that that's a pretty clear indication that there are some fans that are upset, rightfully so. Um, it, it, you know, it, you just don't see teams get into the top ten in the AP, and then six weeks later, they're not even in the NCAA tournament consideration. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's pretty rare, and so uh, I, yeah, I, I buy that. It's, that from a media standpoint, it's mostly national. There are some locally that uh, some media members locally who are uh, being fair, being tough, but being fair, and so. I, you know, if he if he if Penny was talking about the media locally targeting him, you know, targeting sort of insinuates that it's unfair or unwarranted, mm-hmm. out of bounds. Um, yeah, and I don't think that's the case necessarily locally. Now, from a fan standpoint, there 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 probably is a little bit of uh, over the topness uh, when it comes to. Uh, some of the things that are being said on social media in different places uh, from the fan base. But, but that's more um, the times than anything else, isn't it? True, true, very true. Um, but again, to say that you feel like you're being targeted, then that means that there are ulterior motives uh, when it seems pretty clear to me, at least, that um, the criticisms that are, that are coming his way are... Uh, why, while they might be um, unbalanced, why they might not be, uh, they might sort of be unbalanced. They they're not necessarily completely unfair. Yeah, you know, we, we we've talked about you know if, if you could go back in time and go to something in sports. I know Greg Ashton had that this morning as a as a topic. What would you like to go to? Andre Turner was a legendary four year. Tiger stalwart. I mean, at point guard, at a tough, you know, the toughest position, one of the toughest positions to play in all the sports. And early in that, that tenure, got the nickname very derisively around town is Andre Turnover. 
So when I see Javon Quitterly on Twitter, I want to go, hey, Javon, you're having to go through it for six weeks. A legendary Tiger, legendary good man like Andre Turner has had to live with it for 40 years. How about uh, Alex Lomax having to go through it for five Mm, great for his entire career? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, So, I don't know. I just, I I feel like uh, the majority of things that have been said, there's a reason why they're being said. May may they be over the top? Sure. Uh, Mm -hmm. Probably. But it wasn't out of the thin blue sky. No, no, there's a very good reason why uh, some of the things that are being said are being said. Absolutely. We're talking uh, with Jason Munz, Tiger Basketball beat writer for the commercial appeal. As always, he's presented by Jim's Place Grill in Carterville. Uh If you could take something negative away from that Charlotte game, it would have to be uh, the injury to David Jones. He left late in that game, did not return. Uh, Coach Hardaway after the game said that uh, he thinks he might have got his eyeball scratched, which is uh, does not sound fun. Um, but we also didn't see Jaden Hardaway, Jalen Young, or Jordan Brown play in that game against Charlotte. What have you heard about those four guys and their availability for uh, for Sunday's game against FAU? Uh, I think David Jones, Jaden Hardaway, and Jordan Brown will play. Um, I think, uh, based on my understanding, um, David's eyeball situation, it was a scratched cornea, and it's, it's extremely it's very painful. serious. Yeah. It's extremely painful, but this particular um, injury was largely superficial. And my understanding is that the eye is probably the, the fastest healing organ in the human body. And so for that reason, uh, I fully expect David Jones to play. Even Penny said it this afternoon when he met with the media. He said, I, I he, he said, I, I'm going to label him questionable, but if I know David, he's going to play. Hmm. Um, you know it would be a fun moment in the locker room pregame, especially with, I think, his endorsement and his support of his beloved university and his good friend Penny Hardaway and Treadwell, uh, Treadwell High alum, uh, Elliot Perry out there on Twitter, very much defending his school and his coach. It would, it would be fun pregame if Elliot would break out some of the old goggles and, yeah. and, and, and break to David Jones if he needs them Sunday. I know, that would be funny. And uh, he, he should do it uh, not only for David Jones, but for Naquan Tomlin, too. Don't forget, he uh, got himself a scratch on the eye back, right. in, uh, mm-hmm. back in New Orleans against Tulane. Um, but, no, that would be, that would be funny. Um, but I do think that David... Jordan and Jaden are going to play. Unless something changes between now and Sunday, I think those three guys are going to play. Jalen Young, I'm not so sure he's going to uh, be ready to go. Now, not saying that he won't be. I just think that as we sit here today, uh, he's the least likely of the four uh, to be available. David Jones plays Sunday if he has both eyes covered. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the thing. It's like he, I was told that he was begging to go back in the game, even though. He even admitted it was he, every everything was blurry, um, and yet he was still begging to go back in the game. So um, they did just fine without him, though. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, for Sunday's game against uh, FAU, we uh, obviously the fans have seen this team last year, but not a ton of the players remember it. You know, a couple guys from last year I know. Um, also, uh, Tom Lim with Kansas State, he saw this team last year in the Elite Eight. Uh, what is the biggest key for the Tigers to, to come out with a win on Sunday? Well, I think you have to... You know, you've got, they've got John L. They have so many weapons. They've got John L. Davis. Mm-hmm. They've got the big guy, the seven foot one guy, Golden, um, who who is just so good down low. And so, I mean, they're a very, very, very good offensive team. I just don't think you can you can go into that game thinking you're going to slow them down offensively. Um, and yeah. so, I think the key is going to be. Uh, uh, like uh, uh, trying to score as, as many points as you can, like trying to outscore them. I think that's probably, you know, you might get in trouble that way. Um, but again, they just, they're just a juggernaut offensively. Now I will say they are second in the league in points per game to Tulane. Tulane is still number one in scoring offense and FAU is right behind them. But, I crunched the numbers, and they are they score ten points per game fewer on the road than they do at home. Oh wow! And so that I don't know that seems like a pretty wide gap to me. Uh, they are also sure. only four and four on the road. They are now what seventeen and two at home, or no, no, I'm sorry, not at home. Uh, either neutral site or at home, they are seventeen and two. But in true road games, they're four and four. So. Uh, I think I think you sort of lean into that home court advantage and um, try to get as many people involved offensively as you possibly can. Jason, Coach Hardaway has talked about it a couple of times this year, but especially as if we've gotten closer to Sunday's meeting with FAU, he he said they talked a lot of stuff to his team and about his team. Was there anybody in particular for FAU? And did you know it that night? You because know, most of that night afterwards, I was just kind of dumbstruck by by the loss because what it prevented in moving on to the bracket. But that one, for a lot of reasons, really smarts with Coach Hardaway, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Um, I actually so I sat down with Penny in the Dominican Republic way back in the summer, and we talked about the FAU game. And he said he didn't think he'd ever be able to get over it. And um, he, that was the first time I had heard he t- he talked a little bit about this trash talking that went on. Uh, I'll, I'll read you the quote. I have it in front of me. He says they were talking so much trash. Uh, everybody was just talking smack from their athletic director to their president. He said he said not to my face, but enough where people could hear it and people were bringing it back. To me. And he and, and then he wow. uh, he he stuck in at the uh, at the end. He said, but the players themselves, the FAU players were talking trash directly to me. He didn't name any names um, in that interview and, and, and he, in, in subsequent references to how much trash they were talking. He didn't, he didn't mention it. Uh, uh, he hasn't mentioned it since then, but he did say their athletic director and uh, their university president must have been must have been saying something because it, it, it must have been. Right for it to stand out with yeah. Penny Hardaway, who's played... 
he he's been playing some basketball since he was nine years old, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and tough guy, been, been been through a lot. For it to stand out, for him to mention it to you in the DR in August, yeah, uh, he's really ready for Sunday. Yeah, there was another quote that he had. He goes, "You know me, my pride is big. They talk from warm ups all the way to the beginning of the game and the end of the game." So. Um, wow! Yeah, it, I, I I never heard anything like that. Uh, but that doesn't mean it wasn't going on. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, they were they were a confident program last year, and it paid off. They got all the way to the Final Four. Um, but yes, that that that's not something that you generally want to do um, to somebody who is as proud as Penny Hardaway is. Now, here's the rub for the Tigers, though, on Sunday, and, and Coach Hardaway and the staff need, need to guard this. we got the game Sunday, but you got to go to Boca in a few weeks, too. Mm-hmm. You do. Uh, in the last game of the regular season on March 9th, I believe it is. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Two weeks. Be, yeah, it, I mean, like, as big as this game is, if you win it, then the next one gets even bigger. That's at East Carolina. And then if you win that one, the next one gets even bigger, and that's UAB. And, and, and then it ultimately culminates with uh, FAU before the conference tournament. So, um, it, it, I, I don't know. It, it, the way things went on Wednesday, winning by 24 points against the team that was, I think it still is, tied for second place in the, in the league. Um, Charlotte is tied currently with four or five games left with FAU for second place in, in the, in the mm-hmm. conference. So that was a, that was, it, it didn't, it didn't do much by itself. In getting Memphis like back into the conversation for an at-large bid, but I do think it raised some eyebrows and made people wonder, uh, like, what if they do that to FAU? What if they do that to East Carolina? Mm-hmm. What if they do that to UAB? Show me. Could, yeah. Could could this sort of get interesting again? I mean, they moved up, I think, seven or eight spots in the net rankings yeah. based solely on that one win and if they do that four more times and maybe a fifth time in the conference tournament you like i could see them sneaking into the 50s and possibly even the 40 in the net um so i don't know it's uh, just on its own didn't do much but if they do that again and again and again and again then things could get really interesting again Sure. Uh, last two quick things for you, uh, Jason, before we let you go. Uh, we know Penny Hardaway uh, switched up the starting lineup uh, the last game, kind of went with more size, uh, and set, kind of alluded that he was going to make changes. Uh, Javon Quinterly, David Jones, uh, Nicholas Jordan, Naquan Tomlin, and Malcolm Dandridge were the starting five. We kind of know with Penny Hardaway, if things are going well, he's going to stick with those guys. If things are going bad, he's going to make changes. First question, do you think we see the same starting lineup uh, against FAU, or do you think he'll switch it up? And then the second question, what do you expect? What, do you think the Tigers can can replicate what they did against Charlotte and, and come out with another win on Sunday? So, he said the reason why he went big is because uh, Charlotte does not rebound the ball very well. And yeah. so he thought that that would give them an advantage you know more size better rebounding uh, more opportunities to score um Mm -hmm. i don't think that i I, it wouldn't surprise me as you alluded when something works penny's not going to fix it um so i could i could see him going with the same starting lineup but at the same time 
FAU is so athletic. Like, they've got mm-hmm. the one big guy, yeah. Um, and, and maybe that's the route you go. You, you, you go super big when they have their, you know, really good seven foot one center. But then again, you're kind of rolling the dice because, again, the FAU's got so many athletic guys who are so skilled along the perimeter that that might be tough to, tough to do. So it, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. And as far as what's going to happen, um, I think they're going to win. I think Memphis is going to win the game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I, I, I cannot <laughs> envision that at, at all. Um, but I do believe that Memphis will win. All right. Well, I hope you're right. There'll be a fun afternoon at FedEx Farm on Sunday. Well, Jason, it's going to be a fun one regardless. I know a busy one for you on Sunday. So thanks so much for joining us, and we'll do it again next Friday. All right. Thanks, y'all. Thank you, Jason. Have a great weekend. Jason Munch from the Commercial Appeal. He joins us every single week, the Tiger basketball beat writer over at the Commercial Appeal. And as always, presented by Jim's Place Grill in Carterville. Well, we need to get to a break. Before we do that, let me remind you we're out here at the Crazy Cooper here for uh, another uh, about 30 minutes or so till 6 o'clock. And they're celebrating their one-year anniversary out here. We're at the one on Stage Road, 7199 Highway 64 between Appling and Kirby Witten. Make sure you get out here, not just today, but all weekend long they're going to be celebrating Celebrating with the Crazy Coop special. It includes three whole wings or a six party uh, party wings, fries, and a drink with any one of their 32 mouth-watering flavors for just $8.99. Uh, so get any flavor, just $8.99, a great deal, and that'll be going on all weekend long at the Crazy Coop. $71.99, Highway 64 between Appling and Kirby Witten. Family-owned and operated the Crazy Coop, America's premier wing destination. Well, let's go ahead and get to a break, and when we come back we'll talk about what's trending broadcasting from the family leisure studio we are sports 56 and 98.5 fm now back to sports time on sports 56 and 98.5 fm here once again are brett norsworthy and bryant dacus Welcome back into Sports Time. Bryant and Brett with you for another 30 minutes, and we're out here at the Crazy Coop. They're celebrating their one-year anniversary uh, today throughout the week and all weekend long, 71-99, Highway 64 between Appling and Kirby Witten. They've got the Crazy Coop special going on all weekend long. Includes three whole wings or six party wings, fries and a drink with any one of their 30 floor, 32 mouth-watering flavors for just $8.99, a heck of a deal. And joining us now from the Crazy Coop, Darius Buckner joins us now. Darius, uh, first off, thanks so much for having us out here. I had to get out here early so I could get some wings before we came it. on. He was starving. He already as always. worked a full day. Yes. Um, did you enjoy yourself? I did. They were yeah. unbelievable. I got awesome. the uh, the honey gold wings. They were delicious. Um, but talk to us about this weekend. I mean, it's a great atmosphere out here. we got a DJ that's getting ready to, to oh, yeah. start it up. We've been oh, out yeah. here. A lot of fun this weekend. Oh, man, we've got a ton of fun, man. You know, this is our one-year anniversary, as you said. Um, and so what we wanted to do was just tell the customers thank you. We mm-hmm. want to tell them thank you because we would not be here without the customers, okay? 
and we are so grateful and thankful for them. And so we just want to give them a complimentary bar. Um, we got some bonus uh, wings that because we have 32 flavors. Yeah. Um, and actually, we have more. Um, I just hadn't released those flavors right now, but I got some flavors. Um, right. Yeah, man, we got some heat here. That's why yeah. we called the Crazy Coop. We got uh, 31 flavors, and we got some stuff that people look and say, whoa, I would never imagine putting that on some chicken, mm-hmm. but it's amazing. Um, that bacon bourbon cheeseburger we have, mm. it's amazing. It's definitely, um, as my man said, it's underrated. It really yeah, is, Dan. You know, um, and I appreciate that. Seriously, though, thank you. Well, you're talking about catfish, too. I mean, y'all oh, got it all. Uh, I need to try the catfish. I love the catfish. The catfish is amazing. You know, I, I have customers coming. They said, well, listen, man, you're the godfather catfish. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, seriously? Like, okay, well, thank you, you know? Yeah. But, no, seriously, though, um, I'm a big foodie, man. I, mm-hmm. I have a huge passion for food. Um, I have a huge passion for serving people. I yeah. love serving people. You can tell it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It shows. Listen, it, it, it just fills me up to serve people. Mm-hmm. And so when I've served these people this good food, man, I love to see them smile and come in and yep. enjoy this food. I love it. Your, your staff, you can feel mm-hmm. the pride. Both locations that they've taken over yes. this last year. The, the the birthday cake, the the cupcakes. Oh yeah! All the little kids are really enjoying the cupcakes. Oh yeah, they are. They are. Yeah, they they go. They go. The, the parents probably gonna have a little problem when they get home. <laughs> it's a lot of sugar going down. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah, yeah but. No, go ahead, Derek. No, I'm I so just want to tell the people, no, just just it, come out and celebrate with us. If yeah. you have not been to the Crazy Coop before, we're at 7199 Stage Road right here in Bartlett, Tennessee. Yeah. If you had not been here, come here. Check us out because I do understand that sometimes people are stuck on certain flavors. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're just giving our customers the opportunity, even if you – aren't a customer of ours, you're going to be a customer once you get in this yeah. door. So you come in and you try some of these flavors. Again, we have 32 flavors. You can check the website out, crazycoopstage.com. Come in and celebrate with us. We thank God for this one yeah. year. We thank you all for this one year. And we're looking for many more years to come to continue to serve the community yeah. as well. Has it been what you expected? It has been. And um, and, and my expectation is so huge. <laughs> we talked about more locations. You're oh, in two God. places now, but yeah. slow and steady. Yeah, we're going to do slow and steady because mm-hmm. we're going to grow organically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, and that's what we want to do. And, and so as people get, we get the message out, um, um, you know, customers are going to be our first uh, line of marketing. You know right. that. So we just want to make sure our customers know that they mean everything to us. And, you know, if, if we mess up, if something goes wrong in the kitchen, nobody's perfect. You know, we're going to get it right. We're going to make it right. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's our motto because we want to make sure people enjoy themselves because we know this food brings people together. It, Family, friends, it workers. Yeah, man. Yeah, people can hang out and laugh and have a good time. Yeah. I love the members. You see the wall here. Oh, we beautiful. Pay, it's the best background yeah. we have on Zoom. You know, we wanted to pay homage to the city of Memphis. Yeah. You know, I'm born and raised here, man. You know, so we got a lot of history here. Tigers and Grizzlies got to oh, get right, God. don't they? Oh, yeah, we, 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 we're going to continue to support them. That's right. That's right. We're going to continue to support Penny and the team, and we, we wish them the best. I think they're playing with tonight. or but Sunday afternoon. Yeah, Sunday Sunday afternoon. afternoon. Grizzlies yeah. tonight. Yeah. yeah, so the Grizzlies tonight, so, you know. Um, yeah, and we're getting ready. In fact, we're we going to draw for yeah, and we're going to let we're going to let you draw. draw. Oh, yeah. good. Oh, yeah. you know what? We at, we got some prizes as well. You guys came with some prizes. We got some prizes awesome. for customers also. So this is going to be fun. We grab pick out for okay. Grizzlies tickets. Let's see. Let me shuffle we'll around. Do, we'll do Grizzlies this first. Right here. Let's see. Here we go. There you go. There you go. All right. Let's go. Uh, Marcus Harris, I believe is that last name. So Marcus Harris. Marcus Harris. Oh, oh there good right. Good hammer right here. Grizzlies right. tickets. Marcus. Tickets. Two, uh, for Tiger yeah. tickets, pair of 
We got uh, two four packs, so okay. so a lot of oh, tickets good. coming. Um, we've got uh, William Williams first winner. Okay, William um, Williams and uh, and Mitchell. I have to get uh, a last name on that. I can't read that last Mitchell. name, but Mitchell, if you're Mitchell. here, and then you won, Mitchell. And Wow! There you yeah, go. You winner. <laughs> Mitchell yeah, said I won. Winning. Absolutely, you, winner. You you won the Tigers ticket. Well, guess <laughs> what? Right. You, you won the day. Look, he said I that? never won that. <laughs> that? Everybody <laughs> says that. <laughs> well, you a winner today, sir. That's right. How about that? The Tigers game. Tigers game. Sunday afternoon. Yeah, Sunday afternoon. <laughs> Look at you. Game of the year. Yeah. See. Yes, right. sir. FAU and Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> well, you in there? You got two tickets. Yeah, you Come there, on, man. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, we'll we'll give away more during the break. Good, yeah, we good, appreciate good. you. I do want to ask Thank you, you. Oh, yes. because you mentioned uh, how much you love to serve people yes, and all yes. that. And I've seen we've been out here. I think I got here about one forty-five or so. Right. I've been seeing you. You're hugging people. Oh, yeah. You're walking outside with people. Oh, yeah. You're welcoming people in. I mean, what is that like? That kind of family atmosphere that you're trying to build here. That's it, and, and that's that's the culture that we want to mm-hmm. create because we're embracing. Wherever we go, whatever community we go, we're going to embrace that community. Um, I sponsor the Bartlett High School uh, team. Mm. Um, We do that, the Crazy Coop. That's a way of giving back, you know, um, and they're going to honor the Crazy Coop tomorrow. They got a section called the Coop section in the school. It's amazing, right? And so we're supporting those guys as well. That's awesome. Yeah, and we're going to spread it out. I mean, as we grow, we're going to look to do more in the community. You know, that's what it's all about, mm-hmm. man. You know, we got to get serious about this stuff. It's not just yeah. about making the money. We got to do gonna something with it. We're going to spread for you. Come on, man. Thank you for our relationship. Yeah. Thank we you. Do. Yeah. We, we appreciate you. So yeah. appreciate no, I appreciate Thank you, you all, okay? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm telling you, uh, best wings I've oh. had. I mean, those wings were unbelievable. Uh, that you, you can feel. You can feel the hospitality. Yeah. No, you can absolutely feel it. And, and I said, I mean. Thank you is a magical word. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I've seen Darius out here hugging people. He's sitting down at tables with people. He's walking outside people to their cars, just chatting with them. Not just about, hey, thanks for buying my food. It's giving away tickets, and, and, it? Oh, man, it's great. It's great. But I, wish no. we, I wish we had a thousand. Oh, man, away. it was great. Well, that was a great reaction. Uh, certainly. So, uh, so Tiger tickets, Grizzlies tickets. We're going to be driving. Uh, draw more. He said he's got um, mm-hmm. some stuff from the Crazy Coop that they're going to be giving away. So we're going to draw that during the break. And, and he'll uh, get with those people about that. So I mean, uh, I'm ready great to get birthday cake here. to get carved up. Oh man, I'm ready. Well, you had you already got into one of those only uh, one, cupcakes. only one. Cupcake. I didn't get into any. I'm gonna have to get one for the road when we uh, when we roll out. But uh, no, I mean this is it's a really good atmosphere out here right now as they're celebrating their one year anniversary. And uh, DJ's already getting it going, and he's gonna be going all night. I'm sure so it's gonna be a lot of fun on Sunday. Mm-hmm. The Tigers win that one. Then I really think you can start to build something. Yeah, East Carolina, all joking aside, will be tough next Wednesday night. But it, it it's down to the the next forty minutes in front of you. Yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, we've been talking about that. You've got to win that next game. You got to have that next game mentality. All out. And you know. If you keep winning these games, if you stack wins and maybe you know do it convincingly, we know how much the net likes convincing wins. We know how much Kim Palm likes convincing wins. Um, you've got to win those games. You're not going to be able to. Uh, Jason was right. Just just yeah. off that win against Charlotte, the improvement in the net. Yeah. Now it wasn't meteoric, but it was a nice move. And that's right. what Jason said. Yeah. You do that two or three, four times. You you get twenty spots. You get yeah. into the sixties mm-hmm. before you go to Fort Worth. 
and then let it rip, see how it falls out. Yeah, but I mean, you got to keep winning. That's the only way you're you're going to be able to do it. And I think uh, I think it's still going to be tough. I still think if you we don't win, the season's not over. No, 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 absolutely not. Because because you have that opportunity to go down to Fort Worth and, and, and repeat make the most of it and repeat. And so I think um, you know, but you 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 want to win these games. You want to try to put yourself in the best position possible. And the only way to do that is to continue winning games. Sunday's going to be a tough one. They're going to have to bring their A game, I think. But I think they can do it. I think this is a very talented team, we just have not seen them put the best effort out right. there. I just didn't notice during the game last year uh, in Columbus how 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 testy it got, how yeah. chippy it got in, yeah. in the talking, but everybody now says it was oh yeah. you know, it, 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 it was over the top. Yeah. But FAU that that got them rolling and yeah. they, they Forever will have gone to the final four. Yeah, in twenty twenty three, and absolutely, and, and I, I can only imagine that if there was talking going on last year in the NCAA tournament game, there will be, be some talking Sunday, and there will be some talking down in Boca. I, I, I wish Tigers would save it for playing. Yeah, no, no. Well, and, show, show me, don't tell. And I think they will, but I'm, I'm sure FAU, if they were talking that much last mm-hmm. year, they're going to bring it, and we'll see how the Tigers um, respond to that. Got to back it up. Got to back it up, and uh, and certainly not going to be easy. But I do think this this Tiger team is up for the challenge, and uh, it's going to be a really fun Sunday. I think. Right now, two bids from the AAC, right? You think? I think. Uh, I, uh, I think if if FAU wins the conference tournament, there's only one bid. I think if Whoa. they get two bids, it's going to have to come from a, a conference champion, not named FAU. All right. Let Let's say. I don't think UAB can win it. Mm-mm. I don't think Rice can win it. Mm-mm. Let's say US, USF mm-hmm. stumbles, okay, and it's FAU and Memphis in the finals, mm-hmm. and FAU wins. Mm-hmm. Who's the second bid? I think it'd be, I mean it would be Memphis. Um, I, as much as I like watching this USF team, um, the the metrics don't really like them. Um, they 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 and, aren't the metrics and, and darling. We're, we're going to count for the good in college basketball mm-hmm. in November December, and I think we should. Whether it's the opening night back on November 6th sure. or two weeks ago, I think you count it all. November, December was pitiful mm-hmm. for USF. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what they've done now in commerce play is really impressive. And so, you know, I do think that if they stumble early and, and the Tigers are there on the last day, I think, um, you know, I, I, I think it would still be a, an uncomfortable Sunday afternoon on Selection Sunday for the Tigers, but I don't think that the conversation will be USF getting in. I think it will be Memphis. And I promise I'm not going to repeat it every day between now and Selection Sunday. And I don't know when I first, I don't know if I heard it or if it Uh was original me. 68 teams. That's right. You know, 68 teams have to get in, and so uh, we'll see how this all folds out. But we got to catch up with Mark Wise next week. We do. He he wants another date. He Ooh, before we I go remember to him talking about that last year. He yeah. wants to go to seventy two mm-hmm. and have say a a Dayton and yeah uh, Albuquerque. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a great basketball. That, 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 that would be a great kind spot. of kind of a Dayton. That'd be twin, a great spot. Yeah. I think that'd be a great spot. So, but for the Tigers, if they want to put themselves in that position. Win on Sunday would certainly help. So we'll see what happens over the weekend. But we need to get to our final break of the day. When we come back, we'll wrap up today's show with Taco Bell Crunch Time. You already know you can listen to Sports 56 anywhere with the Sports 56 app or at sports56whbq.com. But you can also watch us daily with live video of all of our shows on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. 
Now back to Sports Time on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again are Brett Norsworthy and Bryant Dacus. This is pretty cool, and we're just getting started, so... You are looking live. In your life have you seen anything like that? Goodbye. Hello, Haskins. It's obviously crunch time. Hammer, nail, coffin. This baby is over. The Double Steak Grilled Cheese Burrito. So good. Double the steak with nacho cheese sauce, seasoned rice, red strips, sour cream, and the three cheese blend wrapped inside a warm flour tortilla with even more three-cheese blend grilled on the top. The Double Steak Grilled Cheese Burrito, it hits the spot now at Taco Bell. And at Taco Bell, when they say they are feeding people's lives with unexpected good, they mean it. Bold food you can't get anywhere else. Well, Brett, what I learned today is that the Tigers have an important one Sunday afternoon against FAU. We know about the past with what happened last year in the NCAA tournament. Now, Tigers get revenge. Now, it's not many players from that team last year that played, but we know Naquan Tomlin feels a certain way because of his exit in the the Elite Eight. We know the coach, and that's the most important part. I think if anybody can fire this group up, it is Coach Hardaway, and I think he'll have them ready to go on Sunday. And and I know he knows this, but remember, you got to go down there and play, too. That's right. That's Uh, right. Because not like the college football rivalries where it's just once. <laughs> That's you, right. You see them again. It's why it's so much around the Duke-North Carolina yeah. game. We're going to do it again in three uh-huh. weeks. That's right. Might That's do right. it in a tournament. <laughs> what I learned, college football has a lot of decisions still to make. The sport uh, right now known for contracts well into the faraway years. You know, mm-hmm. games booked 10 and 15 years before. Yep. You always can count on the Rose Bowl at 4 Central on New Year's Day, SEC in the Sugar Bowl. Not so much to count on that now. No. It feels like now college football is in a day-to-day, year-to-year planning stage. Yeah, it really does. And a lot of decisions to be made uh, in the next couple of years. Uh, what I could have done without, Mike McCarthy said earlier today that he will not be at the NFL Combine next week because he's still trying to get his coaching staff set, which you know I understand that's probably more important than going to the Combine, but... I do want, you know, and this might be selfish of me to bring this up, but I want everybody for the Cowboys there to figure out who are we going to draft. And I do think um, that the head coach is an important piece uh, when it comes to the draft process. Conceptually, you're right. (laughs) We know who does the draft. Well, that's a good point. I forget what team I'm talking about because when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys, only one owner, general Uh manager, media relations Uh director, Uh chief scout, Uh Draft uh-huh. analyst. And then like five apologists and then the head coach. That's it. Yeah, that's I, about right. I could have done without. Boy, get 2029 20, here as fast Woo. as we can. Just look at the headlines around baseball. It's absolute joke. The pinata, the mm-hmm. laughing stock of the country. How's baseball gotten itself in this position? See-through pants as a headline today. I'm sure a man named Fred saved <laughs> money on the uniforms. Oh, I'm sure. I, I can almost guarantee uh, that this was certainly a way to try to uh, to save some money. Uh, where are you beaming this weekend? Uh, be, be me. I'm, I'm headed downtown to FedEx mm-hmm. Forum for the Grizzlies game tonight, home game number 28. I'm 4-10 and 10 in person this year, 0-1 against the Clippers this year. 
and and the four Hall of Famers. We'll see if they're on the court at the same time. Not often. Westbrook, Harden, mm-hmm. George, and Kawhi. Kawhi, the only champion of of that four. Yeah. And we'll see if tonight if they make an appearance all four together. No injuries listed for the right. Clips. Yeah, how about this? I'll give you three places I'm beaming for all three weekend days tonight. Beam me to that Arkansas and Oregon State baseball game at Globe Life Park. Home of the Rangers. Battle of top ten teams yeah. should be a heck of a game tonight. Tomorrow, beam me to that Kentucky-Alabama game. I'm really excited to see what happens in Lexington tomorrow. And then on Sunday, the big game here uh, between Memphis and FAU. That's a weekend. we yeah. got to get the beaming machine fired up. You mentioned that game at Rupp, that would be Nate Oates' biggest win at Absolutely. Alabama, wouldn't it? 100%. Yeah. I mean, that would be a massive win. And it would be one, you know, with that three straight losses at home for Cal, it would be one uh, that certainly Kentucky wouldn't want. And for the first time in his one year at Ole Miss, it's not must win, but it's really, mm-hmm. really needed for yeah. Chris Beard to win at home tomorrow against South Carolina. No, you're absolutely right. What's a Friday night without Virginia Common play? Well, that's a really they good They don't play till Sunday. No, you're right about that. Well, we had a lot of fun out here at the Crazy Coop. Enjoy your weekend. We'll talk to you again Monday afternoon.